Hey everyone, you are listening to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. This little banter is about a car ride long and features your hosts, JJ Parker and Melissa Albers. JJ owns a tech company and Melissa has been a coach working with influencers for the last 18 years. Good morning, Melissa. Hello, JJ. (laughs) We're laughing because we're uh, we've been riffing on one of our favorite topics around kind of personality traits and and um, kind of like how people's brains are naturally wired, right? Um, and uh, for whatever reason, we love this topic. <laughs> when right? you've, been working, we've you've been working with personality assessments and 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 talking to people about their sort of natural wiring for a long time. Yes, and I'll even say the long time is like decades, <laughs> even though I'm only 12. <laughs> um, I really like this topic because um, I feel that as soon as I started kind of learning about some of my uh, natural personality traits, it really helped my self-awareness journey. Um, so uh, I think it's really helpful to to talk about those things and, and explore because it's kind of like a... I feel it's like a, a, a great place to start with self-awareness. I totally agree. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, for me, you know, one of my dominant personality traits is introversion, <laughs> which maybe if everyone is starting to gather is the opposite of Melissa's. So. <laughs> if they're not, this is our, we'll, we'll just put it right out there. We'll just put it's it right totally out opposite. there. We're totally opposite. <laughs> so... So being a very introverted person and and really a very introverted, quiet kid, um, you know, as I started, um, you know, doing more and more things and uh, going to work events with lots of people or getting invited to parties and, uh, you know, engaging in these bigger social events, I always felt super awkward, right? Like I never liked it. I never liked it. I never yeah. like going to a big party. I never like going to a big event. Um, it was always pretty stressful for me. And I never knew why. Like, I always thought, like, well, everyone else seems to like this party. Why Why don't I like this party? What's wrong with me? Right? There must be something wrong with me, mm. you know, because I don't like parties. And then people would say, oh, JJ, well, you're, you know, you're not very social or, you know, you're kind of like reclusive, right? <laughs> You bring your own lampshade to parties and it's really, really big and covers your whole face. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, I'll just stand in the corner here and hopefully no one will see me. Um, but so I was you, like... You know, I just had, so are you, are you saying that you were judging yourself? That yeah. you know, there was something bad because you didn't like to do these... Like there's a lot of work oh. events, for example. Like... Yeah, I mean, we'd have work if they were like literally parties that my own company was throwing and I still felt uncomfortable. Right? Yeah. Like I'm paying for this party and I still don't want to be here. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, Yeah, I did have a lot of like I had a lot of kind of shame. Like I felt like I should be, you know, in some of those events, like I said, like the the work stuff for sure is like I I should be the life of this party, right? I should be the set, I should be super engaged in it, and I'm just not. And and I would watch other people have such a good time at these things. And mm. I was like, why, why don't I, why, what's wrong with me? Mm. Right. And I felt this like 
something was wrong with me. I must have some deficiency around socializing or something. Mm. Um, I felt really guilty about it, or maybe not guilty, like more like ashamed, right? Yeah. Which did not help, right? Because that just made me want to lurk back into the corner even more. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that's until I, I, I took, you know, a personality test and I started researching uh, personality traits, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and Melissa, you said something that will stick with me forever because my first personality trait, you and I did, or assessment, you and I did together. And, and, and when, you know, it's a, it's a really simple for, you know, questionnaire you fill out and yeah. you get the, this, this result back and you said, okay, we're going to look at your personality traits and this is just an is thing. It's just a natural wiring. There's no judgment about this. Mm-hmm. It's not, yeah, and that's a famous. I love to say that it's not right. It's not wrong. It just is. Yeah, and and then when we started talking about like how my dominant trait of introversion would be, you know, like shaping the way you know I think and the way I interact, um, that was really powerful because I thought oh, well that's why I don't like these big events. Right. Mm. And it's okay. And that's okay. Right. And you actually like made it possible for me to be okay with that. To get rid of the shame part of it, to get rid of the embarrassment or the self judgment part of it and just see, see it as an is thing. Right. It just is right. Mm -hmm. So now that it just is, and then I can accept it, Mm -hmm. then I can change the way I interact you know, in the world with that information. And that was really helpful. Or certainly you won't feel like you're leaking energy with a lot of shame. Like you don't feel like there's something, like you have to spend a lot of your energy trying to make it okay or to try and get over. Like if I could just get over this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. You know what's interesting? Now I happily go to parties of two people where I am one of them. (laughs) And you can be gone in 12 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) And we have an agenda. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I was just thinking but, about though? I and I don't know if I've ever told you this, but the very first time that you and I met together, just the two of us, it was right around the same time as this personality assessment stuff. And you and I, you asked me to go and meet you at a at a coffee shop. And yeah. and um but you know what? It's like, funny. I remember when you asked me to go there, I sat down with a muffin. I brought him, I bought a muffin at the coffee shop and a coffee and you, you were there ahead of me. And I remember feeling because I'm an extrovert. So I remember feeling like, okay, I can see by his body language that he is an introvert. Like I could see you kind of fidgeting in your chair. And it was like, you were looking down, you had a pen ready to go. Like you, you just can see the introversion a mile away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I studied personality so I could see it even more, but here's, what's really interesting about that. I'm an extrovert. So I felt instantly responsible in that exchange to make you feel comfortable. Like I felt like I had to bridge the gap. And so I remember saying to you, do you want half of this muffin? Right. And we didn't even know each other. And you said, oh, I don't eat that. (laughs) And I remember. But here's the thing about that is that while you were busy being in your introversion and judging yourself, Mm -hmm. I was in my extroversion and judging myself. Mm. Because by doing that, I felt that I had made you uncomfortable 
And I felt bad about that. Like, I felt like, oh my gosh, I just overstepped. There I am again. I always do that. Yeah. So here I was in that same process of making judgments about myself in the completely opposite way. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Like how two people were in, you know, we were both kind of in our own heads, right? Yeah. yeah. Trying to just based on something as simple as like our natural wiring. Yeah. And, you know, not just talking about like how we show up, like what you're talking about is this personality trait of extroversion, right? That's measured in, in the opposite of that would be more introspective or more quiet. Mm -hmm. You know, we use the words extroversion and introversion. I, sometimes I try to actually avoid those words because um, they could be so much more, right? It's just on the extroversion side, wow. it's like the social connection, like feeling like you get your energy from people. On the opposite of that would be a more analytical person or someone who gets more energy from tactical things or, or working on projects and that sort of thing. So that's one. But, you know, the other thing I was thinking about is there's a lot of other personality traits that we have yet to talk about. And just as an example, when we were in this discussion this morning, I was thinking about like a person's speed or their pace, which is oh, yeah. measured, you know, like in a personality trait of patience. And um, when you talk about having a lot of something or not having a lot of something, this patience construct is a really interesting personality trait to think about too, as it relates to self-awareness. Because mm -hmm. um, I remember uh, being in this business for as long as I have, I have a great girlfriend who is a high-level coach, and she was building her own assessment tool um, and has since built a big company actually around this tool. It's really cool. But I was taking that assessment tool, and the results came back. Um, I was one of her guinea pigs, so it was really early on. But the <laughs> results came back that I had zero patients. Now, um, that's actually true. Yeah. <laughs> don't have a lot of patience. It's true. But, we didn't even need to do an assessment. To know that. Right, right. But <laughs> I remember looking at her and she had these big blue eyes and she's from the South and just a wonderful, caring person. But I was looking at her and I felt my whole body get hot. I broke out in mm. a sweat and I was like, I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed by this. And my, re my emotional reaction. You're, you're embarrassed by, by kind of the assertion that you're like, you're not patient. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Generally, it's like sometimes that's not. You're right. Like if I say that oh, that person is not very patient, that's not like a a good. It's not a good thing. And and <laughs> and in the assessment world, we are very much in the framework of saying what someone has, not what they don't have. So even in this topic, I would never say to somebody, "You don't have any patience." What I would always say is, "You have a really high sense of urgency." Yeah. But a lot of that and, came from because I I felt when I, in my own head, I heard, you don't have any patience, Melissa. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, the reason I got embarrassed about it was while I don't have a lot of patience at all for things like processes and a lot of details I'm not interested in, I could not care less. Like, I just want to get them done. But when it comes to people, I have a lot of patience. Mm -hmm. So I was warring inside with this, like, oh my gosh, like, how do I show up? What a jerk. Yeah. Like you don't, you don't want, you don't want other people to think like you don't have time for them. Right. Or you want to move on to the next thing or you're right. uninterested because that's not, that's not what your true intention is. 
Exactly. Exactly. But just kind of how you're wired maybe makes you come across that way sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it, it is interesting. Like when we talk about self-awareness and as it relates to personality traits, I, I don't really feel as though um, personality traits will not solely get you to self-awareness at all. Like, no, I agree. You know, like for example, you could compare um, a highly extroverted person, like I mean, a real talker. Okay, you could compare somebody who was a real talker in meetings. Okay, mm -hmm. and if you had somebody who talked and talked and talked and talked, and they had no self awareness that they were doing it, and they were not picking up the social cues of other people around them to stop talking, right? You could take someone like that versus someone who had that same trait, a real, real, real talker that has a lot of self-awareness and yeah. they would not exhibit in the same way. You know, they're, they'd be much more inclined to choose wisely when they were going to talk, even if it was killing them and they wanted to talk all the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, it isn't like, like we said earlier, I think personality, understanding your own personality and your own natural wirings is a great, is a good, or is a really nice first step yeah. into self-awareness, right? Yeah. Because a lot of them, uh, you can see really easily, you know, when you interact with other people pretty quickly, as soon as you start looking for those little cues, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And when you start looking within yourself, like for me, it was not an external thing you know, it, it really started as an internal, why do I feel bad in these particular situations? Right. And, it, and it's funny because exactly like you're saying is like a personality trait, personality traits of people are much easier to spot than how self-aware they are. It's like true. Yeah. In a work setting, like, so <laughs> as a coach, I can go into a room and I still do this, right? Like I wade gingerly into the water when I am first working with someone new, because if I'm going to be their coach and I know whatever, like whatever title there is, like, let's say they're the, let's say they're the business owner or they're the CEO mm -hmm. of a bigger company or, or whatever. Okay. You can make certain ass assessments about what you think they're going to be like based on their position at work based on how they walk into a PTA meeting, how they come to a family mm -hmm. reunion. I mean, you can make certain assessments about body language and how someone shows up. However, if you have somebody who is like, for example, somebody who has a high level of assertiveness in their personality, okay? Um, but you still can't necessarily tell how self-aware they are. Right. And so I might say something, you know, like I might just have a general discussion with somebody at first to try to see if they have an awareness, mm. you know, what their level of emotional intelligence or self-awareness actually is. And, you know, somebody can come off just very blunt and just call it like it is and, and not really care if you like what they're saying or not. And then you might say to them, well, do you know that you kind of come off like this? A highly self-aware person will go, yeah, of course I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, but that's just the way it is. That's how it has to be. <laughs> and that's how I like it. <laughs> and that's how I like it. And then, but then somebody who is not highly self-aware that has that same level of authority may have people walking around them, hiding from them, 
not feeling safe around them and they don't even mm. know it. Yeah. They don't even know it. They think that it's be that it's just fine. Yeah. So do you find do you find like in in your in your coaching work that um working with people on some of this natural wiring stuff and kind of helping them navigate is a good is like a good foray into self-awareness i do do sometimes like use that as an on-ramp an on-ramp to self-awareness yeah and and it's so funny because a lot of the times i feel like this pressure because i'm in a a business environment i feel this pressure to i used to actually i don't anymore I used to feel this pressure to just keep it business related, just keep it related to the office, related to your behavior at your workplace and that sort of thing. But now I have a much, I'm much more aware of the fact that we are whole people. Mm -hmm. We are, we are who we are. And so the questions that I ask people now I don't care if you are a stay-at-home working person, if you are a parent that has uh, the inside work of the household as Mm -hmm. your job, whether you have a big corporate job, whether you work in a little startup, I don't, I don't really care what you're doing on the outside. That, that to me is not nearly as important as the feelings that you have on the inside. Like, are you in alignment? Do you feel really content with what you are doing? Do you Mm -hmm. feel really content with how you are interacting with people, how you respond to people? How do your actions and your words match what your feelings are? Because that's really where the gap is. Mm -hmm. Um, The personality traits, I think, just make it more obvious and bigger out there for all of us to be able to recognize yeah. Yet, yet these deep feelings that we have inside of us, these are the things that really drive our level of contentedness, satisfaction, and happiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, you know, it's it's interesting. It it'll be it, it'd be interesting to hear other people's stories around this yeah. topic. I'd love for people to share, like on the Facebook yeah. page how they've seen uh, their personality traits come out in different ways and how that's made them feel and how they've kind of dealt with that and and maybe changed their perspective. Yeah. um, Knowing their personality traits, like on their own self-awareness journeys. So um, that would be, that would be awesome. Yeah. You know, I, and I'm just, just as you said that it even reminded me like, um, when you and I had our first business together, I don't know how long ago that was, six or seven years ago now, when we first started the conversations about that new business, it was a cool business concept of everybody could get some coaching mm-hmm. instead of just the people in the business that could afford it. It was like, let's give coaching to everybody. And, coaching and for everyone. Coaching for everyone. And we loved it. But But I remember using the story a lot of how in my house um, – I was raised by a mom who was very much a, an artist and an introvert and mm-hmm. um, someone who didn't push the envelope about things. And then my personality was just like a, an explosive, like, boom, let's go, you know, just out there, 
you know, loud and proud and, and risk taking. And I mean, that must've been super hard for my mother um, to deal with that. And I remember as I became an, you know, a teenager and then an early adult, um, my mom and I used to get in some serious arguments. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure she just did not know how to control this person who was so much bigger in personality than she was. And so as a result, she used to try to use guilt and use these different tactics and techniques so that I wouldn't be as assertive. Mm. And I, she was doing it very well intentioned. I don't, so this is not a hit on her, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But what happened is as a result, when I was in my younger days and I was starting in the workforce, trying to get jobs and then being in jobs is like, I had a very high level of assertiveness And because that had been so pushed down at my house, I would almost push it out more. I would like be more that way. And then I would suffer the consequences of that in interacting with people. Mm. And I would, and and when I say the suffer the consequences, sometimes people would be taken aback by my strong nature, but oftentimes, if not always, I felt shame about my strong nature. Yeah. Right. And so as I developed over time, you and I started working together and I really think a lot of my awareness about myself came through more and more as you and I talked more about this. And as we developed more and more things as, and then Mm -hmm. I got into coaching and saw other people's experiences with it. And, um, and just as I developed, I got way more comfortable with that level of assertiveness. And now I'm so grateful that I have that. I'm so grateful that I have that level of risk and that I can be with people and I can use that assertiveness to help other people to I come out of their spaces. Offering muffins to everybody. <laughs> but just the mini muffins, not those <laughs> great big ones like that moment. <laughs> oh, yeah, awesome. it's like, um, you know, working with you, with you on that and, and that company, uh, it, it was awesome because we had such a our team was so mixed. Oh, right. Yeah. And since, you know, and since we were in, you know, the business of personalities, traits and coaching, um, it was such a wonderful team to work in because we are all (laughs) working on it together personally, as we were developing a product that would help others. I know. know, Participate. So I know um, (laughs) it was really fun self-awareness on steroids or something. <laughs> I know, because it was not unusual for one of us to come in the office and the whiteboard had two sides. Remember yeah. that? And it would spin, you know, it was a great it big one. The whiteboard it, over like, <laughs> now I got something else to share. Boom. <laughs> we'd have multiple color markers and arrows and circles and we'd all be <laughs> gathered around that just like it was a campfire in the middle of a 30 <laughs> below winter day. <laughs> oh, anyway, to be continued. But yeah, I so I I, you know, my hypothesis about this uh is that personality traits are an excellent way for for us to study ourselves and to begin the conversation about self-awareness. I think it's an excellent, excellent on-ramp. Yeah. Um, and it's a, a, it's a really good way for us to be able to 
knowing someone's personality traits to help understand their self-awareness as well, mm-hmm. you know, just in, in working with people too. So that's kind of my hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would just encourage everybody like, like take a personality test. It's yeah. fun and insightful. Yeah. And, yeah. and don't judge it. It just is exactly. like, just accept it. It is you. They're, they're in, in, in mine and I think pretty much everyone else's experiences that they're pretty accurate. <laughs> like when I read yeah, mine, it was there's... like looking in the mirror. How did this survey of 50 questions t- turn into like this perfect description of me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh. There is a, um, and just to point people towards uh, a couple of different options for them, because that's a, such a good suggestion is to have people do assessments. There's a disc D I C or sorry, D-I-S-C, that's one assessment. Um, there's also a Myers-Briggs. The classic um, Myers-Briggs, yeah. Yeah, both of those. I mean, there's over 1,500 assessments on the marketplace, and a lot of times people will charge you for them. But in both of those cases, you can find a variety of those online for free. And then also, we recently posted a blog posting uh, called the, the Big Five Personality Traits, which is how all personality traits testing began back in the 30s. Yeah, this um, is like the uh, the base research. Yeah. The, the, yeah. the general traits, yeah. Yeah, the whole body of work. And so it, the, uh, I, we recently posted a blog post on that, and there is a link to a really good article about that in that blog and uh there's probably some testing that's in there as well so just if people are interested it is a fun thing to to check out yeah it's a great resource so go forth get a personality <laughs> test share a moment with somebody get out of your comfort zone and accept who you are <laughs> <Don't wrap it laughs> talk again soon we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode Our mission is to help people become happier and more effective by gaining insight into their own thoughts and feelings. We'd love your support. First, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Second, leave us a rating or review on your favorite podcast site. This helps others discover the podcast so we can reach more people. And third, sign up for our newsletter at theselfawarenessjourney.com. This will help us communicate better with you and build our community. Thank you so much for joining us in the self-awareness journey. We'll see you next week.